Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms. We too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sauce, who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hey, hey, it's Sauce. Welcome back to the podcast. Kat Jackson is back again this week. I'm so happy to have her. And today what we're going to talk about is the coexistence of different emotions and why that's important to acknowledge and to sort through and to understand. So have you ever felt like one minute you feel one thing and then 10 minutes later you feel another, like one minute you're laughing and then all of a sudden you're crying and then all of a sudden you don't want to do anything or perhaps Sometimes you could be just experiencing this feeling where you have two very different emotions and they coexist at the same time. And not only do they coexist, but they have their own integrity. So meaning sometimes you might feel incredibly sorrowful, like deep in grief, extreme grief possibly, while also feeling grateful and happy about something. And there's this weird dichotomy that might make us feel like something's wrong, like we need to decide on one emotion or the other. Or or maybe we really feel both of these emotions, but when we try to describe it to someone, maybe they're only comfortable with you feeling one of those emotions, or they want to push you into feeling a certain way. But those emotions aren't necessarily canceling each other out or our emotions don't necessarily just meld into this beige nothingness. Perhaps they exist in their own integrity. And so what do you do when you're feeling a compilation of things? And how can you acknowledge that and give yourself permission to feel those things and understand why you're feeling those different ways? And also how to communicate that to people or to recognize that in someone else so that we're not so alone in these experiences that can be quite complex at times. So that is what we're bringing to the for today. And Kat Jackson, I'm always so grateful when she's on the podcast. If this is your first time meeting Kat, you'll see that she is very authentic, incredibly relatable. She's funny. She's serious. She's light. She's deep. She embodies so many facets and she's so attuned and is able to read situations so beautifully. And also she's very self-aware and she can put words to the multi-layers that might exist in any, any sort of circumstance. Kat was here last week and we talked about lifting the heaviness off of personal development. Definitely a cool episode. Please check that out if you missed it and you're interested. And she also has some other really well-loved episodes. I will put them in the show notes. Let me tell you a little bit about Kat. If you don't already know her, she is a proud single mom. She is an artist. She's an incredible artist. And she has worked in fashion, carrying different hats, such as production manager, stylist assistant, and buyer. Kat is a creator. She makes art through graphics and video editing and multimedia design. I'm going to link her YouTube and her Instagram 
She's formed an incredible community through her BTS art account on Instagram. And Kat is also a nurse. She has touched the lives of so many patients with her attunement and her care. She's served in roles ranging from hematology oncology to elementary school nurse and many other roles as well. Her mission is to break generational trauma and to embrace emotions and our differences. And you will definitely notice that as you listen to her episodes. She is so beautiful and so easy to talk to. Here she is. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Kat Jackson. Hello, everyone. Kat and I are back to talk about something that, that has been really important for both of us and it seems to come into our conversations, comes through quite a bit, huh? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's the idea that there can be a coexistence of contrasting emotions. So, Kat, what do you think is the best way to describe that? For me, I think when you say the coexistence of two contrasting emotions, it's looking on a spectrum and seeing maybe positive emotions on one side and negative emotions on the other and actually realizing that it's perfectly okay to experience both. I th- yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I think growing up or whether it be our upbringing and again, or society just has made people feel like you, you're only allowed to feel one end of the spectrum, whether it be feel really, really good or feel really, really crappy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not always black and white. Right. Sometimes we'll feel one one minute and then a little bit later we might feel something different or we might feel them at the same time exactly. and neither one really cancels the other out. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can have the idea of positivity at all costs, yeah. which might leave someone who's grieving alone or feel like they're alone. Yeah. So today we wanted to ask you, are there times in your life where you feel like you're experiencing more than just one note? You're not just happy or just sad, but actually there's a lot going on. And so I guess Kat and I both have examples of that. We thought we would share those just to get everyone thinking and then bringing a normalization to that whole experience so that we could support each other a little bit more when we're feeling this way and so that we don't feel quite as alone. So Kat, do you want to share your example to start us out? Yeah, sure. For me, I think it has a lot to do with motherhood. I've been a single mom. My daughter is nine years old now and for all her life it's just been me and her Mm -hmm. um and just lately within the past year or so she's been spending a lot of time with the other side of her family with her after school activities with her friends just you know experiencing life as she's growing older and in the beginning i was i'm not gonna lie i was really happy to have some time off to have some couple hours to myself, even a whole night to myself, almost felt a sense of freedom, sense of excitement to have time to experience things that maybe I've had to experience or I I could never have experienced. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, I also had uncomfortable feelings coming up, such as grief, loneliness, sadness, because I felt like all I've known is 
time with her, spending all my time with her, that not having her around, I felt lonely. Not having her around, I was grieving. What am I missing? These moments that she's not with me. And I think this is one perfect example of having contrasting feelings. You know, in a sense, I was happy to have time off, time for myself. But at the same time, I was grieving the time that I was losing with her. Yes. Oh, that's such a good example. And how does that affect you when you feel the coexistence of those contrasting emotions? I almost in the beginning, and again, this is why this is the topic we're on, is because I know I've talked to you a lot about <laughs> it. You know,、mm. in the beginning, I was like, "Why am I not happy to have this Friday night off?" You know, I've been wanting to go watch this movie. I've been wanting to go have dinner with this friend or spend time with this person, but here I am, kind of down in the dumps, and I really had to lean in as to. Why? What? Or what it was that was triggering these feelings for me? Because anyone else would, or I guess you know, not really digging deep inside myself. I'm like, I should be happy to be off right now. I should be happy to be able to go get drinks or dinner and whatnot. But、mm-hmm. in reality, there was also a feeling behind all of that that was coming up, and I really needed to lean into it as to why it was there. And that's when we got to. This subject matter, <laughs> <laughs> it comes up a lot for for both of us. I think、yeah. being the feelers that we that we are, yeah, you know, we love、right? feelings. <laughs> yes, the um, I I think what can be confusing is that we might feel something and not know why. Exactly.、So、you did. You've done some real deep listening, and I think that helped to identify why. And for me, I, what comes up is. The idea of grieving the loss of someone, and for me, that came up most impactfully when my mom and dad passed away two months apart. It's been like twenty-one years now, and I've mentioned it in places along the podcast, and I say it tenderly because it's still, you know, I, I guess oftentimes you just still miss people because there's love in that missing. And I remember people right when. They passed. I was really just reeling. I couldn't believe that they had both died so close together, and I thought my world was kind of falling inward, and、uh, I just didn't really know where the ground was. And it wasn't because I couldn't keep my life together so much as it was I didn't know how I was going to survive those losses, just that kind of love loss, and. I remember people saying, "Stay strong, you know. Just be happy. Just be happy. They're not suffering." Yeah. And the, the truth is, is that we are happy. They're not suffering. I was so happy they weren't suffering because they were both in such tremendous pain for a good amount of time towards the end, and so I was really relieved for that. And、uh, also, people would say, "Just be happy; they're in a better place."、Mm-hmm. And I am someone who believes in heaven, and I am so happy they're in a better place. But also, I was just so devastated and just beside myself with grief. Like, just I just without even I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so sad, and 
neither one of those feelings would cancel the other one out. I had the coexistence of them both in extreme measure, side by side, and I think honoring both of them became really important to me. You know, it's not like I had to tell everyone because we know that people are giving you these wishes out of good intentions. I didn't have to like tell everyone everything, (laughs) but there was something inside of myself that had to be reconciled so that I could honor all of it simultaneously. I think it's like allowing yourself to feel both feelings is the first step to transition to whatever it is you're you're moving on to, whether for you it may have been, you know, life without your parents. And for me, it's adjusting to not always having my daughter with me 24-7. It really was about honoring both feelings and tell and allowing yourself to feel both feelings and knowing that it's perfectly normal and okay to have those feelings. Yes. I love the way you explain that just now, the allowance of that. So you don't think something's wrong with you. Something, yeah. No? <laughs> yeah. Because like it's even if you think about it when somebody goes, How are you doing? I mean, ideally everyone says I'm fine, but nobody is ever like well, I'm fine, but I'm also, you know, like, and it becomes a whole narrative. Um, which is how we usually are, right? Which is the truth, exactly. Yes. And sometimes to just be polite, you just want to say something and get the, get the conversation <laughs> going. But in reality, we're always holding on to so much and experiencing so much all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love the way you put that. And it's such a beautiful life that we live in all of its facets. And I think what is really special is when you have people that you can connect with who can see and experience and hold all of those simultaneously with you. That's such a special relationship. Yeah, that is so true. People who also allow you to feel the feelings that you're feeling, we all need that. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we forget and we need to be reminded. And I'm so happy that you're there to remind me that it's okay for me to feel happy and sad at the same time about certain things I'm going through. Because again, for some, whatever reason it be, we always think that we have to be one certain way. Yes, exactly. This What comes to mind right now is there's this book on transitions and I, for some reason, can't remember the author right now, but it's a, a pretty well-loved book. And I'll link it in the show notes. I'll look it up. But it talks about how when you go through a transition, there are two sides to, to that transition. You can be looking forward yeah. to all that's ahead, but also you're leaving things yeah. behind. And that would be another, I guess, example of the coexistence of things. Yeah, it's like welcoming a new beginning, but honoring and saying goodbye to or yeah, honoring and saying goodbye to something that you're leaving or um, moving past. That's why it's like we can't not just feel one. Feeling. Yeah, we're not like a one note. Thing. Yeah. 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 Think of a song that only had one note. It'd be like monotone. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's a perfect way of just like life is an experience, you know, there's ups, there's downs, and there's constant ebbs and flows. And I think when we're able to honor and experience 
all the different emotions that we're carrying, that's the best way of being able to say, you know, you're fully living to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the different thoughts too. I know there's just so many different thoughts can come through and yeah, I love, I love it all. I love it all. Bring it all on. Yeah. Bring, bring it, it all, all on. on. Let me feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kat, any last words on the coexistence of contrasting emotions for now? I'm sure we'll bring this back yeah. through another time too. But. Yeah, I think to just remember that it's okay to feel both and honor both. Because when you try to silence one, the other is going to come up in some other way. Yeah, <laughs> it's not authentic to the experience and exactly. to ourselves. And thank you for being someone who always is a holder of space and, and a vast, Space too. Like you have room for it all, and you are like that with everyone. And I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Sauce. You as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for holding for me all the time. Same, same. All right. Should we transition to momentary? Oh my gosh. And now I'm like not even saying Speaking of transitions, (laughs) (laughs) how we transition to. Anecdotal lightness and things that are yes, funny. Yes, let's do <laughs> it, was it. So good. That was so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. 10 points for that cat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, this one is a story that I'm bringing. And what inspired this little story was Daniel Watson's anecdotal lightness from episode 101 when he talks about something that their dog Shadow. Eight. So if you missed it, definitely go and check that out. But it got me thinking about, I don't, it didn't even get me thinking, just the story popped through for some reason. I, I don't know why I remembered it, but here it is. Have any of you and you cat too, like ever eaten something accidentally? <laughs> accidentally? Oh my gosh. I can't think of it right now, but I can't wait to hear what you ate. Oh my God. It sounds so funny because it's like, oops. I accidentally ate yeah, yeah. no no okay so it was this was a long time ago and my sister and I were living together this time and I went to the market and I bought like at that time it was like the fancy lettuce it was, it was like a collection of different greens okay oh no you're laughing already <laughs> <laughs> it was a collection of like all the fancy expensive salad greens and I was like, I'm going to splurge on this and I'm going to make a fancy salad. And so I brought it home and I m- put miso dressing. Have you read miso? Yes. Miso so bomb. Okay. Yes. yes, exactly. So I just had those salad greens and the miso dressing and I was watching TV and I was eating this salad and it was really good. It's like you said, miso dressing is so bomb. Yes. But I'm eating it and I'm all of a sudden something pops in my mouth. Kind of like that feeling of a cherry tomato when the seeds mm-hmm. burst, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something pops in my mouth and I'm like, what is that? I have no tomatoes. And, you know, your, your mind starts racing. My mind's racing and I'm like, what is going on? What is in my mouth? And it, it happens so fast and so slow at the same time. <laughs> you're, you're like trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. And, and so. And, and, but the taste isn't recognizable, but you know, you're like, but the feeling is recognizable. And so I had this curiosity that <laughs> cat has both her hands over her mouth. 
Because <laughs> I, I have ideas in my head. What do you think it was? A bug. Yes. Okay. No. Almost. So. Okay. So, and and I would rather eat bugs. I feel like some people enjoy bugs, but this one, what happened was, um, I pull it. I decide I'm gonna pull it out of my mouth to see what it was because I could tell that something popped. That was the mistake right there. I should have just swallowed it. I think because oh now I'm traumatized. I pull it out of my mouth, and cat, it is the shell of a giant caterpillar. <laughs> That's what when you said pulled it out. Yeah. That's what I was like. Oh, it was a caterpillar. Yeah, or like not uh, like those big fat green worms with the yeah, like. I saw the red eyes. You know those two red. Oh my god! <laughs> but it was just like the flimsy mm, shell oh. of the of it left because I'd popped out the rest of it. And you ate all the juices. Oh, it's so gross! I can hardly I'm sorry. Even stand it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did so, you eat the rest of the salad, or what did you? No, do? no. And I didn't buy those salad greens for greens like anymore. the longest time. Yeah, oh, just gosh. barely getting used to them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, it was so like the when I pulled it out because I wasn't expecting it. You know, Who I, 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 I was like, you're trying to make sense of it. So your logical mind is like, that was a tomato. Like you're trying to think yeah. of what it was, right? And then when you pull it out and you're like, oh my gosh, no. Oh my gosh, no. And then when I saw those red eyes, those eyes. I was like, oh no. Like I, oh no. Like you, you, it's so hard to recover from that. So luckily my sister was there because I had to like make a big deal about it. And it's helpful. <laughs> it's helpful when someone else can freak out with you. Yeah. But yeah, that was the time that I ate a worm. Oh, wow. <laughs> what did you wash it down with? I'm sure you like had to gargle or drink something to just like. Get yeah, rid I don't know. It's it's a blur. I know that yeah. I I really like freaked out and I'm sure yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I know I was like super drama queen at that point. I like, would be too <laughs> sauce. No worries. I literally would be screaming at the top of my lungs as well, too. I, I think it doesn't help that when I was younger. I, one of my favorite books to read with my mom was How to Eat Fried Worms. Oh, yeah. did you hear? Do you remember <laughs> that movie that came book, out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that book made it seem so disgusting. And so I've always had that, you know, that connection. But I guess yeah. if I was ever in a place where they were serving worms in a irrespectful way, I would have a different association with it. But yeah, I, yeah, I was just sort of freaking yeah. out. When it. you're yeah. expecting it and you know it, not when you're thinking you're having a miso salad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's my anecdotal likeness for the week. Love and that. fair warning for anyone out there who is eating salad greens, just be on the lookout. Yeah. You know. Hope nothing pops for you. <laughs> 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 All right, Kat, thank you again. I absolutely love when you come on the pod. Thank you, Sauce, for having me. I love being here. I love spending time with you. Me too, you. Where <laughs> can people find you? I am on Instagram, Cutie Sexy Lonely, and also YouTube, Cutie Sexy Lonely. I'll put the links in the show thank notes. Thank you. I'm at Lori Sase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E on Instagram, and my website is same lorisase.com if you want to find out about coaching or sign up for my newsletter and if this episode resonates for you or you think of anyone who might benefit from it we'd love for you to share it with them and cat you're the best 
You're the best sauce. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We hope you have a beautiful week with all your coexisting, contrasting emotions. Yes, feel them all. (laughs) They're there. (laughs) Yeah, we honor you. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.